0: Welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space, 102 FM. My name is John Keeley, still joined by Shane, and also by our guest, uh, Sister Therese Fitzgerald. As I said, Sister Therese will share some thoughts with us on reading and reflecting on the Word of God. And I first came in contact with Sister Therese when the Diocese of Limerick invited Sister Therese to lead a a series of reflections last Advent on the Book of Isaiah. And also during Lent this year, reflections on preparing for new life. Both of these were on Zoom, and we all enjoyed them. Beautiful. So thanks again for those, uh, Therese, and thanks again for joining us this morning. Thanks, John. So maybe to start off with, Therese, would you tell us a bit more about the congregation you belong to, how you became interested in them, and how you began, began to work with them, and what work do you do? <laughs> now, there you are. <laughs> sure,
1: sure, John. Um, I'm a sister of Our Lady of Sion, and we were founded in France in 1842, Our main work is actually in Jewish-Christian dialogue and also in interfaith relations. So in terms of practically how that looks, is basically that as we encounter other faiths and have conversations and get to know each other, the experience brings with it a kind of almost like it's like an invitation to grow in openness towards others and increase our understanding of each other and also then to deepen our own faith experience through the conversations. And then, of course, as you can imagine, friendships build in these conversations. And then with the increased connection that we have together and the greater appreciation that we have of each other and the growing mutual respect. um, it means that the conversations become safe places to really look at some of the issues that we may find that we don't really want to look at when we're having a more superficial conversation. So the friendships allow us to and maybe have conversations that are challenging, what might be called courageous conversations. Um, So in those conversations, we're actually receiving feedback about our own faith tradition, where we're being asked questions, where we're being maybe challenged at some level because maybe our actions don't always match our words. And that always gives us material to actually go back and reflect on our faith and deepen it for ourselves. So while we get a lot of positive feedback and a lot of good um comments about ourselves and and how we are as Christians yeah I think the invitation is always there to to grow uh to integrate integrate our religious values uh, at a deeper level um and to basically live lives of, of uh, integrity of greater integrity so when you say um what attracted me to this congregation um of that dialogue and that quality of conversation um, feeds into our greater commitment to a world of justice, peace and love. And it was actually that statement that attracted me. Um, The idea of being part of a group who were working with this mission, I'm sure a lot of people are working for justice, peace and love, but at that particular time, that particular line in this congregation really attracted me. And it started when I reached out to this congregation it started a conversation that was obviously a life-changing conversation because I joined, I joined the congregation. So in terms of what I do, um, I have three main areas. There's always little bits that are tagged onto things, but three main areas. So I, I worked as a, as a counsellor for over 20 years now, and it's a work that I find really enriching um, and life-giving to be able to journey with people in their, as they explore their own stories. Uh, I facilitate uh, the Bible study, as you know, and as you've mentioned, uh, Bible study and reflection. Um, I'm especially interested, again, in, in in how people integrate the word of God into their lives, uh, how they grow at a, a personal level and how, how, how they develop. And basically, in that work as well, just in terms of how the word of God informs our choices. That's really important to me and how our choices in life impact other people. So then the final area is actually a role within the congregation, which is regional delegate. And I have to laugh because a lot of people actually don't know what that means. And, and oftentimes I don't know myself. But I suppose it could be described as encouraging the life of the region, uh, in a way enabling and empowering our sisters to live uh, to live our religious commitment and our charism to the best of our ability. And hopefully then deepening our relationship with God and others in in the process and then at another level I'm very conscious that we're all called to do that Um, and thankfully that commitment is there which is great
0: Thanks for that Therese so the topic we we said we'd chat about today or I asked you to chat about today was reading reading and reflecting on the word of God it hasn't been practised so much in our Catholic church up to now so people may not be familiar with the idea. Would that be correct within our own church, as we know, it our own Catholic church, up to now anyway?
1: Well, what I find, John, is that uh, among the people I meet, there's quite a range of experience in terms of reading and reflecting on the Word of God. Um, for some, it is a case of hearing uh, the Word of God at Mass on Sundays, Uh For others, it's that that's the beginnings for them in terms of wanting to know more raises that. Hearing it on Sunday raises a curiosity about the possibility of understanding it more and maybe reflecting on it during the week as well. And then for others, there's a lot more experience in terms of people who attend quite a few courses. And of course, today we know that that there are so many courses available, it's really great and there's choices and people can um, enter courses uh, you know, that interests them and the, the, the range the range is, is really diverse, which, it, which, it, which is great. What's lovely, I find the groups that I that I meet is that the participants bring whatever experience of life they have. And for some, this will include uh, 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 being aware of the Bible and knowing quite a bit about it. And for others, it won't. So the kind of the common denominator is the the desire to deepen the word of God in their lives and to explore their own relationship with God. And I find that the diversity in the group then is what adds to the quality of the conversations. And in some ways, I I kind of see it as as allowing ourselves to be surprised by God and each other when we come together to explore the Word of God. And it's also my experience that the more open we are to the process of reading the, the Bible and sharing the experience with others, the more the Spirit of God can have a space to be alive and active in the group. Um, it's, it's, it's being open in a way as we connect to the to, to the potential that's there, the potential to be transformed, and for our relationships with others to be transformed. And actually, I'm just thinking now there's 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 a, a question that I, or a couple of questions that I would often ask myself when I'm when I'm reading or, or working with the group. And when, in terms of the Bible, if there's something about uh, one question being, how does the word of God inform my life? And how does the word of God transform my life?
0: Yeah, I found myself, um, Therese, uh, probably lucky enough, fortunate enough around my own locality. Uh, and she had the same experience as myself within this group of uh, attending Lectio Divina groups and uh, that really opened it up for me, because, as you said um we are all gonna probably hear different things uh, different aspects of the gospel we'll speak to 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 different ones at different times, and that's okay that's the way the, that's the way the holy Spirit works um but f- just for a second let's let's just step back a minute for those who haven't had that experience, for those who might be listening to the program this morning and they use your uh you know the the usual experience would be well listening to it a little bit at mass as best they can for the few minutes that are there and then listening to the homily as best they can if those people wanted to start off and get a little bit more in tune or or maybe get a little bit more experience of so we say praying with them with them or appreciating the word of god any ideas
1: yeah, I, I think even just setting a little bit of time aside to read a, a Bible story can be a really lovely start, and um, even just a couple of minutes each day. Uh, for example, I, I'm I'm thinking of the of the the stories that are actually familiar to us, and um, and just you know reading it uh, like the Good Samaritan, which is in Luke in Luke ten, or the Samaritan woman is in John ten in John four. They're kind of familiar stories and we can just by sitting and reading them slowly can actually allow them to deepen and our understanding of them to kind of get a deeper understanding of them. Also, there's psalms that are familiar, Psalm 23. Um, and just to, again, to slow down the reading of, of the psalm can be a really lovely way of, of of entering into it. And then another thing, when you mentioned the Sunday readings, another thing that can be lovely is actually taking time during the week to prepare the readings for the following Sunday. So, I always think there's, there's four readings if we take the Psalms. So, even taking one a day uh, for four days of the week and just with that one reading on, we say on, take one reading on a day and just reading it slowly, um, noticing what strikes you, maybe a word or a phrase is, is, is nice and you want to take it into the day. Um, and just allowing those words to deepen by repeating them, it's literally just repeating them. Very, very slowly, and all that will take five minutes if somebody just wants to begin and it 's a lovely start it 's a really good start to do something like that
0: certainly one of the things you know that I found out myself when I started um, uh, praying with the Word of God is there 's some there 's some of the gospel passages that challenge me, but there 's a lot of mm-hmm. passages that that encourage me, and I think sometimes mm-hmm. maybe we tend to to emphasize on the challenging rather than the encouraging would that be right
1: i think it's a mix in terms of as you say it's it that both are in there and and i often find if we actually stay with the text just reading it slowly and even going back the next day if it, if it is a little bit more challenging it can be a way of of um finding something there that's there's often a gem in in the more challenging texts and if 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 there's a real struggle to find that little gem then it can be nice maybe to have a reading that is familiar so if you've got a difficult what might be a difficult text to maybe have something like a like that familiar a familiar psalm Um there's a lovely psalm, psalm 42 like a deer that yearns for running streams so maybe to give that balance that if, if a text if, if somebody is really struggling with the text and finding it very difficult maybe take another one alongside it just to, to, to soften that and. And maybe
0: open up the possibility even in the difficult text, and the two are alongside each other. You mentioned um, earlier about you know the the great facility that, that that's there to to encourage each other, I suppose, uh, with a group setting, that that, that people can, can can honestly give their reflections on that particular text, uh, mm-hmm. and by by experiencing this, people within the group grow. Would that be right?
1: Yeah, I think I think there's a few things. It's like when you were mentioning uh, Lexio Divina, it's like um, that allows people to come together as a group to, to reflect and, and, and meditate and uh, deepen the word of God just by being in the same place together, even if there's a lot of silence, cause sometimes that can be the case. But there are two things that I think go alongside Lectio Divina and that's the link with your group piece. Um, the idea of being supported by the group I think some study of the Bible um, by attending courses and reading commentaries and um, getting to better understand the text, I think there is something around doing that in, 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 with, with others that can be really, really helpful. It's like moving back and forth between reading it yourself and then reading it with others, almost like living with the text over a period of time, studying it, reflecting with it and praying with it, and then complementing that with the conversations with others. I think the one-to-one conversations can be really helpful in terms of deepening a text and deepening the sharing that happens between two people. And then also within the group, the discussions that can provide greater perspectives on possible meanings in the text. And also the other pieces that they actually stop us from having our circular thinking as hearing another person's um, perspective might actually allow us to see more clearly the, the, the word of God.
0: So I suppose, just to finish up and just to sum up, um, what sort of resources would you suggest listeners maybe could look at to get used to and maybe become familiar with the idea of reading and reflecting on the Word of God?
1: There are some lovely resources, actually. I think the best thing to do is is to actually have a copy of, of the Bible as in an actual copy of it because we can, get, we can access it online, which is, is great. But I think having your own copy can make a big difference. And there there are study Bibles that make it easier in terms of getting some information about what you're reading. So, for example, there's the Catholic Study Bible, which is uh, um, produced by Oxford Press, and it's now in its third edition. But, it, but that gives quite a lot of, of useful information and, and helps to understand it, a, a, a biblical text. And then obviously there's there's other translations like the the Revised New Jerusalem um, Bible 2019 is is another good, good Bible to have. But in terms of even the, the daily readings, there's an app called Universalis.com. Um, and there all, all the daily readings um, are, are there. And so a person might choose to either just focus on the Sunday ones or might, might take uh, the readings from each day, from the mass each day. There is another website that I think is, is great in terms of hearing the word of God. It's BibleGateway.com. Um, and it just that it allows you, there's an actual audio version there. So even if you're reading your own Bible, hearing it as well can be really, really helpful. And then, of course, there's, a, there's several other websites, but just even one of them is at Tarsus.ie, which has courses and obviously commentaries on the Sunday readings. So a lot of resources there.
0: Sister Trace, thanks a lot. I know it, it, it was a quick uh, flick through it uh, in, in, in the time we had, but I thought it was so important that people do um, get to know the idea that, that there are resources out there to help those who are maybe just starting off. It might be a little bit foreign for them. As you said, um, it might be a very good idea, and I, I like that idea of starting off with something very familiar. Maybe some of the story Bibles, uh, maybe some of the stories in the Bible that we've maybe forgotten about just grab the word again and see where we go. Listen, thanks a lot for that. So just to finish up this, uh, this part of the um, programme, uh, trace there's a piece of music again, a second piece of music you'd like us to listen to today. What's the piece of music you'd like to listen to?
1: Yeah, it's If, if It Be Your Will by Leonard Cohen. It has echoes actually of, of Good Friday, so a little bit out of season perhaps, but I've chosen it because I think that responding to God with the words If It Be Your Will is very much being open to the spirit of god in our lives
0: okay so so let's listen to lennon cohen singing if it be your will come back and join us in part three where we read and reflect on the word of god
1: if it be your will that i speak no more and my voice before I will speak no more I
0: shall abide until
1: I am spoken for if it be your will if it be your will Voice be true
0: from this broken hill. I will sing to you from
1: this broken. broken hill all your praises they shall shall ring if it be your will to to let me sing if it be your will if there is is a choice Says still on all, all these birds.